This is a warning. This episode contains mature themes, including violence, body horror, and death. Viewer discretion is advised. We begin in a blank white void. A man in a suit with a prosthetic right arm and a prosthetic right leg holding a katana looks at a ziggurat with a mountain hanging above it. In front of the ziggurat is another version of himself. But according to the necromancer he was just with, he knows that this other version of himself is dead. Trevor, that's where you pick up as Parallax. Yeah, and I got my sword in hand. I see dead Parallax right there. And I think only right thing to do is give it a merciful end. So I'm going to try cutting his head off with the big old sword I got. So that sounds like it's going to be a dexterity plus melee attack. And yeah. that sword that you have is pretty lethal uh, as per a standard katana, but it's not going to be the same magical blade because it was created using the limits of the Imaginarium. Yeah. All right, let's... Uh... Cool, I got one success in attacking that guy. Um... So, yeah, with the sword's natural damage, you run up to him, big old swing. Uh, they do kind of like move to the side and it's not a clean cut through the neck, but the blade sticks deep into the chest of a man with your face who gurgles black blood at you. Their black eyes locked upon you and you see something lurking there that you remember from the top of the ziggurat. And you're back at the top of the ziggurat. A dark rip in reality hangs above the hole where Mona has leapt into the ziggurat. And the figure made of darkness that shares your body is here with you again. Yeah, that's a whole lot of bad. Uh, I definitely don't want to be here. And I don't have, I'm by myself, don't have any allies. So I'm going to book it. I'm going to start running. I'm going to run in a direction that, I don't know, least resistance, have the least resistance, make that work. And uh, see how that, yeah. Running from the shadowy figure that's over the stairs, you encounter a dome made of human organs. A person has been pulled apart, their intestines stretching around the top of the pyramid. And now they hang upside down and look at you with calm eyes as you reach the dome. It's Anasi, your former mentor. His dark hair in thick braids matted with blood. Still alive. 
He's still alive. Uh, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna calmly walk over there and uh, and I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna walk up to him and just sort of like give him like a glance. Then we we'll look at him like I'm gonna see what he's gonna say first if he says anything. You remember back and you don't think that he can say anything, but he can spell out a message to you. He looks you in the eyes and begins to do that, but you're pulled back by the hand digging its way into your belly. You take two points Actually, I apologize. I just counted your defense in that role. Do you want to activate a mage shield reflexively for a point of mana? Uh, I don't know if this, I don't think this parallax has much mana to work with. Uh, yeah, he's got like, he's got one mana. So I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna take uh, the brunt of that damage. All right, so what? might have been three bashing damage is in fact three lethal damage as this thing stretches through the other version of you's hands they plunge their hand into your stomach and pull out a chunk of flesh in their zombie-like grip black blood runs down their lips and they say there are more of me than there are of you. And there are flickerings as more parallaxes appear. But they're all amalgamations of limbs, those horrible things that you saw when you entered the Imaginarium, those things that you imagined the versions of you stuck together through time splinches in odd and terrible ways. Most of them are only two people stuck together, but some of them are more, and they start to just fill the horizon. Yeah, it's no good. It's just the, does that guy still have a hold on me? Can I break free or try to push away from him? Yeah, you can, uh, you can totally do that. Do you have the skill Brawl? I do. All right. Sounds like a dexterity plus Brawl check. All right, bring it free. And, ooh. Yeah, two successes, I break away. Yeah, with two successes, you break away, you pull the sword cleanly, uh, and you, you stumble back and out of the way. And they, they continue to just like blip into existence. Now, you know that you could think of the exit door and the exit would appear. But if you go through it, you also know that you will likely be bringing all of these things to your friends. Yeah, so I guess I'll not run in that direction and I'll start booking it um, in some other clear path, I guess. 
Well, there is only one other formation in the Imaginarium that you saw from the door, and that is a series of buildings that remind you of home. There are buildings that look as though they're from your hometown. Other buildings look like they're from New York City or Boston, places that you've lived. Doesn't sound sketch at all, but yeah, uh, I like going familiar places. So I guess, yeah, I'll run in that direction. And if I see something on the way that can maybe block off the, the horde behind me, then uh, I'll do it. But yeah, I'll start off in that direction. Yeah. So you, you quickly realize that this will be the first time that you've run on your new prosthetic leg and start stumbling. Uh, would you take a beat and also, would you roll a dexterity athletics minus three? Dex athletics minus three. Nope. nope. Okay. So you are being overtaken very quickly as a human running along as they like lop on these strange limbs, multiple arms touching the ground. These things are zombies, by the way, you're pretty sure because they don't look alive. And you imagine an obstruction, uh, like a sliding metal wall that you hit a button and it slides together because whatever you imagine here becomes real. Someone must be imagining that they can rip through solid metal though, because they do, beginning to tear down that door. You're not in a good way. Luckily, you're a wizard. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so yeah, behind a door, I'm trying to reach it down. I guess I'll, oh man, I can't do kind stuff. Because that'd be bad. Or well, maybe I could. Uh, I guess I'll, yeah, all right. I'll do a good use of space spell to, I don't want to say teleport, but shorten the distance I have to travel to get where I want to go. Yeah, like a ground eater spell that just makes you go yeah. fast. It'll directly yeah. add to your speed. So the more successes, the better on this. All right. Uh, I'll use a willpower on this too then. It's a great idea. Uh, yeah. So. Um, do you want to? So this is not. You're casting this using which arcana? Uh, space. Space. All right. So it's not a space three spell. So you actually have some overreach for this. If you want to, you can make it last for longer. Um, and yeah, it also happens instantaneously. All right, so uh, that's space spell. Ground eater, it's, you've got overreach to make it have extended duration, so. Yep. All right, let's do it. Uh, 11 dice. Uh, so I got five successes there. Wow. Yeah. That is an exceptional success. And if you want, it can, instead of costing a mana, be free. Yeah, definitely doing that. 
Definitely saving that mana. So yeah, you still have a point of mana and you are running with superhuman speed. And even with the prosthetic leg that you're not used to slowing you down, you're able to make like what would be a kind of hobble walk into like a almost 60 mile an hour hobble walk, like a burst of speed. And as you are running along, you see something at the edge of these buildings here. This is not something that you've imagined. There is a structure. And Tim, would you describe what that structure looks like? Say it's very, very small for a stature. It's very straight walls. I don't see, uh, I don't see many, well, I'm, I'm, obviously as I'm describing it, I don't see many distinguishing details because I'm pretty messed up. So I'm just kind of seeing like a blur. What would someone on the outside see? Or would the building itself be blurred? Well, from my perspective, it's like there's three of it because it doesn't seem to be in place. But from someone who's not in that perspective, I imagine it's very standard, maybe a very industrial size, like office building. So there's like an office building there. That's <laughs> at least that's how uh, Purple Hay sees it. There is a distortion to the building. It seems a little bit strange. Yeah, there might be a uh, a time, I guess a time distortion in the area. Maybe that's why there's multiples of the same building. Yeah, so there's like three of this building and there's definitely a time distortion between them, which you'd be able to tell uh, with your time sight running through. As you approach this building, you notice that there are three of it and that you have this distortion in your time sight as you are running near it. Um, I, I imagine I sort of feel a familiarity with that time distortion or no? Um, you could take time to examine it, but you're not in like time distortions. You've experienced them through a number of wizard spells at this point, and they always feel similar to you. Did I make a, a decent distance to the things behind me, or? Yes. You yeah. made quite some time, you think, by just how fast you're going. But you're not really sure how far you have gone since this is the Imaginarium. That's true. Um, well, I guess a better thing to ask is if I look over my shoulder, do I see them? not a great question to ask because as soon as you look over your shoulder to see if you see them, you do. Do you want uh, to? Alright, I see. I see. Alright. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, I'm gonna immediately just, I'm gonna like find my happy place. It's gonna, I'm going to think of like a cozy spot back home. Uh, that's gonna be, you know, like maybe like a nice cup of coffee. It's a very like cozy, like office space that is like maybe my old uh, teacher's office from years back. And I'm just gonna think of that. I'm just gonna be super happy. We know bad things there. And I'm gonna like close my eyes real shut and think of this. And I'm going to open them and hopefully that's there. Uh, that triplicate office building looks just like that. You are consciously trying to avoid not thinking about the horde of zombie use behind you. Would you roll me a resolved composure, I think? All right. So yeah, you managed to think about that. And when you go through the door, you've changed the inside of this building into exactly that. Meanwhile, inside this building, there was a man named Purple Haze. What does Purple Haze look like? Uh, I'd say he's very unshaven, kind of long hair, not super disheveled, but you know enough so where it looks he's definitely it's definitely a little bit obvious if you take a deeper look. Uh, I'd say though he's not a complete slob, but maybe on the uh, maybe more noticeably so than the average person. And what were you doing before someone just walked through your locked door? Uh, I was probably admiring the stars because it was happening at night. So I was admiring the universe, encompassing the world. Nice. Of and course, you were also imagining those stars, which played a part across the ceiling of this room. You are inside that triplicate office building and you've set up protections that should keep people out. People like the person who just walked through the door. Yeah, it has me very perplexed. I'm not sure exactly how that happened. I'm just gonna, uh, I mean, is this an entity? It's like this a person or is this like? Uh, it is a person. In fact, it is Trevor's character. Parallax. Ah, I see. Okay. Um, and Trevor, what does Parallax look like? Uh, well, let's see. He's, this one is pretty disheveled. He's uh, got uh, two prosthetics, one in his right arm and one in his right leg. Um, he's got sort of a, imagine Indiana Jones professor type kind of look to him. Um, perhaps a little younger and a little bit more thinner. But yeah, basically what he looks like. Hey, how'd you get in my room? I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, it's sorry to 
intrude for sure, but I was, I, I imagined myself to be somewhere safe and it brought me here. The room has formed to fit your expectations of it. So there's a hot coffee that's just been made and all the furniture matches exactly to your old office. But Tim, it's an office that Purple Haze has never been in and it's certainly not the one that he was just imagining. All your stuff, man, it's gone. Uh, where is my stuff? Yo, man, I can't have this happen. Where is my stuff? Where did you uh, put my stuff? Yeah, you, you, you start thinking about it and your stuff starts appearing in this room, just like falling back down. The juxtaposition of the two different rooms, uh, objects start like overlaying with each other and then falling separately apart. A few things are smashing. What kind of stuff is Purple Haze imagining into this room? I mean, lots of drugs. My bong just broke. It just fell on the ground. And I'm really upset about that. But then I imagine another bong and then I catch it this time. And now it's now it's safe. I can place it down on the table. And think, All right, there you go, man. That's exactly what I needed. Thank you for uh, you know bringing my stuff back. I was really upset about that. As I say to the other paralyzed. So you're part of the Imaginarium as well, right? How long have you been here? I mean, how long have we all been here, man? <laughs> fair, fair point. Um, fair. Um, but then, so what are you doing here then? What were you doing before? Just hanging out, man. Living the dream. Right. Right. Uh, there's, there's not much to this place. Just gives you, gives into your every whim, so it's nice. But how did you stumble across it then? I go with the flow, so I just found my found my way here. I'm not about being tied down, you know. And one day I'll just leave this place like I entered, in one fell swoosh. Sure. And then, yeah, you decided not to leave. I see. All right. I mean, I can't blame you. It's quite a powerful place that we're in, but. Yeah, I, I guess I'm surprised to meet you here, though, seeing as when I imagined this place, you weren't in it. Well, it's nice to meet you, too, man. Who are you again? Uh, what? How'd you enter this room? Oh, well, like I said, I sort of magic happened. And it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Probably to you, I guess. Uh, both of you can roll wits plus insight checks to determine that you are actually talking to an alternate version of yourself. One success will be enough. It's, uh, 
Is it insight or is it empathy for this payment? Empathy. You're right. And where's my empathy counter? Uh, it's a skill. It's a social skill. Social skill, empathy. Oh, damn. All right. Yeah, I got you. Okay. You can tell that Oof. this is you, but you can also kind of get a feeling for where it all went wrong. It's almost like you can see in the timeline where you diverged. Tim, when hmm. would you say that this version of Matthew Durham diverged from all of the others? Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I guess uh, he probably follows the wrong crowd. Maybe, uh, I don't know, he was given a psychedelic in college and then he actually took it. And then during a science experiment, you know, saw visions of a the meaning of life and the you know the beginning of time and all that, and so he chased the dragon to keep seeing those visions, trying to find a more defined meaning for life, but then uh, ultimately just kept chasing the dragons and I was just stoned perpetually. Yeah, so after but, the experiment that awakened you, you just went off the deep end, it sounds like. And it sounds like it. That's kind of the vibe. You don't get the details, of course, but Trevor, you, you pick up on those facts. Well then. So... I imagine you've been here for some time, uh, and since you haven't tried to kill me yet, I would say you're not inherently evil. Why would I want to kill anybody? All right, cool. That's that's a fair answer. Uh, Sounds like you want to kill me, though, dude. No, no, I just it. It's a long story, but clearly, as you, as you can tell, as we're both, you know, familiar with time, that there are parallel versions of ourselves. And let's just say that there have been quite a few other versions of us that have been taken too kindly to me and have, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. You you can probably imagine the rest. And uh, yeah, since you have been nice enough to just have a conversation with me, then I will deduce that you are not one of them. Weird, bro. Purple Haze has certainly had this conversation before with other Parallaxes. This is the first Parallax who's had it with you, who has both a prosthetic arm and leg. So that's new. Uh, also, it's the first time that a Parallax has come running and just straight into your building. The other Parallaxes know to stay away, which tells you that he's probably likely not from the city. Doesn't come around from these parts, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, also, if you want to accent any of your character's lines, you can always imagine any object into existence as you are talking. I see. Okay. Uh, she just have like a bulk pack right now, just ready. But uh, so I guess Stoner Parallax gets up from his uh, softy cushion, like beanbag chair, stands up. And then imagines a joint comes up, smokes it, comes up, starts start, starts walking towards uh, Parallax. It's like I see that uh, you've come a far ways from this place too, but you can be welcome to my domain for now. Thanks. Against one of the windows, there's a thump. Something slides down it. Was that yours? I can't say it's mine. I hope I I don't want to know. Well, the timing's impeccable. You come in all all unannounced, and now this thing comes all unannounced. It's all it's all uh, too coincidental. Well, you see those uh, that that thing I was just saying about other versions of me that don't like me. Well. That's probably what that was. So you're they're trying to say hello. That's that's mighty that's mighty friendly. Might as well you know return the favor. Uh, I don't think they would return the favor in the hope that you're thinking of. They will kill you. Well. I'm not liking the sound of any of this. As I uh, probably take more drugs, maybe take a swig of beer and say, okay, what do I do? I think, I think, damn it, think. Do I leave the, uh, uh, part of me wants to be like, all right, I'm not cool with this and probably make way for the door myself. Try to get away from any murderers coming in. Yeah. Are you going deeper into this building that you've imagined or are you trying to run out the front door? Mm, I'll probably just try to teleport home. So that would probably be the easiest way would be out the front door. Okay, yeah. So you open the front door and unfortunately, just as Parallax was imagining there, there are a bunch of crazy freaky monsters that are versions of yourself, but like glued together at odd angles by flesh. And they are like screaming zombie voices at you. And All right. they're real scary, but- so Can I close the door behind me and come right back inside the room? Yep. Like, yes, uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that was a mistake. All right, well, I'm glad to make friends in this new place. One of them shatters through the window, their hands flailing for the doorknob. Mm. Uh, can I like stop time and try to find a, uh, a safe spot? Yeah, do you want to stop time for both you and the other Parallax or do you just want to stop time for yourself? Uh, we'll stop time for me and the other Parallax. All right, roll me a time plus Gnosis. 
time plus gnosis. So I have, let's see, I have a lot of successes. I have one, two, three, four, five successes. Wow. So it happens like really well. Time slows down and a soundtrack of your choice begins to play in the background. Perfect. Uh, and yeah, you can just like casual stroll out of this room as time is slowing down around you. So I'm still in the imaginary room, right? So I'm just gonna imagine that joint back and then just uh, I'll guide the other parallax up the stairways. Like, I guess we can't stick around here for much longer, but I'm sure there's a cooler spot up top and then we'll just make our way up. <laughs> Yeah, and like as you are walking up the stairwell, there are other zombie parallaxes who have like burst into the lower levels, but they're all slowed down in time too. And you're just like walking around them up this stairwell. Um, I do think that you can easily do it. I just want to know how well you do it. So would you roll dexterity plus athletics checks um and trevor i'm gonna have parallax take a minus three for the new limbs and Oof. him i'm gonna have uh purple haze take a minus one for how uh intoxicated he is at this moment uh already i'm already rolling one dice so is that one minus two <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be a chance die, which means that a 10 is a success and a one is a dramatic failure. All right. You can also use willpower here, I think. Oh, I'm totally using willpower. Can I do that too late? Yeah, no, you can totally do it. That'll bring it up to three dice. Which is oh, what I'm all right. You are you're just so high that you're having a really hard time focusing on climbing the stairs. Okay, I got two successes. Nice, totally capable. And with three successes, very impressive actually. So you're starting to like get the hang of these new limbs. You're really figuring them out very quickly. Granted, you can kind of take your time as you are walking up the stairs in a measured manner. And how many flights of stairs do you walk up? How many are you imagining? Mm -hmm. Well, I imagine we're going to get to the, uh, the the penthouse suite up top. So that's kind of, I imagine that's on like the 50th floor. And we're already on the, the 48th floor. So we'll go up two stories. So it's nothing too far. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of astonishing to you, uh, Parallax, because when Purple Haze imagines that they are already on the 48th floor, that you're just going up two floors, stories it feels like you're just going up two stories and then where you had been on the ground level you are now 50 flights in the air so what is the penthouse like i mean of course it's got you know marble countertops it's got you know gold trim hot tub it's got a nice pool that's a never-ending swimming pool you know, big ass bar in the back, nice seating area, leather seats, nice nice uh, sage lounge and umbrella out by the pool. It's, uh, it's a little too overkill for sure. 
but it does the job. Excellent. So, what do you do in the lounge? Well, now that I'm in the lounge, I pour myself a drink and uh, I kind of look it over the other parallax and it's like, well, I kind of imagine that we're very far away from all the zombies that came down and try to attack. So I'm like, I don't see those things ever coming by. So I'm just sort of like offering a drink to the other parallax. Like, yeah, so you want to uh, strategize here? Um, well, perhaps we should start barricading that wall and then like come up with like a, a choke position from where they're going to come from, right? You know this place. What, how can they get in here? They can't get in here, as I'm saying. Uh, uh, you say Trying to relax. I don't know. I bet you I want to crack myself a cold one. <laughs> I feel like there's no chance in hell that they'll ever come close. I'm just uh, going to enjoy myself. I, I admire your optimism. Sure. But I want you to win a wager that they won't get in here. So as I sit down in my stage lounge, and I put tip the umbrella just right so it blocks the sun from my eyes when it gives me the rest covered in my body, and I got my nice joint in one hand, beer in the other, I unimagined the entrance and exit to this one paradise on this little, you know, penthouse suite yeah. and then just kind of chill there. I'm like, I I bet you uh, a nice cold one that there's no chance of hell they'll ever get inside. All right, cool. Um, you go relax or whatever. I'm going to start Making, taking advantage of this Imaginarium, I'm going to start like creating like um, uh, like chain link fences around the entranceway with like sandbags. So you're like doing a serious hardcore zombie barricade around where the entrance used to be. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm going to create like this small trench where there's like this big old machine gun right there. I'm just going to have mountains of ammo right there. And it was like, just in case, you know, just in case. I hate to ruin your vibe, man. It is kind of harsh in your vibe, in fact. It's a little rough, but I'm ignoring it. I got the, the umbrella. So the pool overlooks, it's like out onto open air. And the open air here doesn't normally have any sky because it's just a white void, but you could imagine any sky you would like. I mean, if I'm imagining any sky that I like, it's always gonna be the night sky with, you know, no light, uh, no light pollution. Yeah. So it's just very vast and uh, cool, I suppose. A vast, cool, blue sky stretching over the pool. And there's something else there. Something that wasn't there a minute ago. It's a mountain. There is a mountain that's also harsh in your view. Is that something that the other parallax just envisioned or has that just been there? 
hasn't been there before. Hmm. Well, then I unimagine it. Just uh, get rid of the mountain. As you try to unimagine it, it doesn't delete. And you mm. know that this means that someone else put it there. The other parallax, messy with my views. You want to turn on him? No. Okay. I'm just going to be passive aggressive. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I turn Is the other parallax still like within earshot or? Yeah, he's just imagining new barricades into existence. Okay. Uh, so I yell out to the other parallax and I'm like, hey, yo, why are you imagining mountains in my view? I hate this. Get rid of it. <laughs> it that wasn't me? There's no way that uh, that wasn't you. There's only you and me in this place. That's what you that's what you think though. I don't think you're, we're gonna, there. you're not even gonna try to unimagine it. If it'll amuse you, I'll try to envision no mountain with clear blue sky. I'd appreciate it. Yeah, and do just that then. Parallax, you know who put that mountain there. And it's not you. Yep. So it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You happy now? No, I'm not happy. You seem to know more than know more about this mountain than you seem to let on. You should probably uh, help a brother out. Uh. I would suppose the less you know, the better. I just want nice views, man. I mean, sure. But what does this have to do with me not having nice views? The less no, I there's, there's bigger problems. I'm, than I'm not. Nice view. I'm not in the need to know. I see. I'm just not the. I'm just not the cool parallax. Yeah, you can be cool parallax, whatever you want. Uh, cool Parallax, you are so cool, but if you wanted to, you could just read his mind and know what he knows if you wanted to. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, might as well. Yeah, let's read his mind. All right, that's a mind plus gnosis role. And what kind of mind reading are we going for here? Like, Put him into a coma while you suck out all his thoughts. See what's on the front part of his mind. Um, he's searching for buried memories. What kind of? Uh, I'm gonna go with when I when he says you and I they need to know or whatever. Uh, I want to search the front of his mind, okay. and I have let's see a lot of successes again. One, two, three, four, five successes. All right. So you can tell that this version of Parallax has seen the ziggurat that you are familiar with and that their companion 
imagined a mountain above it falling on top of it, but then the mountain was stopped. You also get to ask um, some questions about their mind with that many successes. So do you want to know something like, what, do, what does this parallax most desire? Or what kind of psychoses does he have? Uh, what does motivation? Power. Strength. Uh, in uh, magic. Uh, specifically, time magic. Mm -hmm. So I see this is where the, uh, the purple haze or the, uh, the other parallax Split is where they purple haze just wanted to witness the the greatness while other parallax wanted to be the greatness. So do, purple purple haze isn't quite happy with this notion, but he he lets it slide. Not gonna turn on him just yet because he's a pacifist. He's gonna let let the world do its thing as he tries to understand it rather than uh, interfere with it. The sky underneath the mountain turns black. The sky around the mountain begins to turn black. Even though time is frozen, it seems as though it's moving hyper fast through time. Uh, Parallax, you also know that time magic here should work differently, but you just saw that other Parallax cast a spell. You could try to examine their use of time magic or do anything else with your mage powers. Hmm. Hmm. I only got one mana left, so I don't want to do any space spells, but I guess could, no, I see, I feel like the commotion that's happening over yonder is probably from the group that I lost, I lost contact with. Um, but I'm still super wary of the uh, location I'm in and perhaps uh, more evil parallax is coming to this location. So I'm going to... I'm probably just gonna. I'm gonna try to keep it cool. I'm gonna uh, also help myself to a cold one since he's this other new parallax is super chill, and I need to copy his vibe. Um, bro, rad. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna just try to just keep imagining weapons in preparation for what I feel like would be in a, a fight in this location pretty soon. I'm like, I'm, uh, I don't want to say obsessed, but I'm very, yeah, I'm paranoid that something's going to happen. So I'm like, I'm thinking of grenades. I'm thinking of uh, more swords. Um, just whatever I could probably think of to get ready. All right. So you're casually having a beer while Imagining yep. grenades. Imagining grenades and beer. Yeah. So I definitely notice he's imagining grenades 
and don't dig that. So I'm wondering if there's a way for me to, uh, I wonder, do I have total control of the, uh, the Imaginarium or can I like envision all the rooms or is it just like local proximity type thing? Uh, you can envision all the rooms. Uh, the only thing that stops you is other users. Okay. Um, well, for now, I'm just going to notice that Parallax is summoning grenades while enjoying a beer. And I'm just going to enjoy the fact that I can have a beer with somebody, but I'm totally noticing those grenades. and I'm not a fan of it. But for now, I, I do like having a drinky buddy. And I'm in the back pocket. I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to switch rooms. All right, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Clink. And then uh, I suppose that as time moves on, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's just like a stockpile of like grenades and uh, ammunition and guns just behind the parallax. I'm just noticing the pile is getting bigger and bigger. At what point do you stop imagining weapons? It's probably going to have to be uh, like a noticeable, like, you know, like that scene in the Matrix where he just like imagines this just row upon row of weapons. Like, just imagine a solid, just a couple rows of just nothing but weapons. More than I could possibly ever use by myself in a given fight, but I'm like, I'm ready. This this is gonna happen. I'm waiting for my 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 neo moment. But yeah, I guess nothing's gonna deter me until anything really, you know, progresses. Like I see he's stockpiling ammunition and stuff, but for now, like. I guess I'll just keep chilling until like something triggers my decision to leave. Yeah. So uh, you're hanging out. You're just uh, hanging out here. Got a bunch of weapons. Drank those beers. Ain't no thing. Still no zombie parallaxes. Yeah, that's a plus. I mean, I do like that. And this other parallax isn't shooting me with those guns. So I've got that going. But I imagine that there's will there will be a battle here soon, so I'm not not digging that. So I guess in the I, I envision that the uh, that this time of peace isn't going to last much longer. So I'm gonna in my my drinking spot right behind me. I'm gonna create like a small portal entryway to a safe room where only I could enter and I don't have to worry about any other zombie parallaxes or alive parallaxes coming in to kill me. Yeah, well, this, uh, it can be like a steel door, but this parallax doesn't actually have space magic, so it can't be a magical portal. Uh, I thought I was an imaginary, I got to envision anything. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so it's within your conception. So you can imagine like a hole, but it won't be exactly a magic portal. Okay. 
So I can envision like a locked door that only I can open. Yes. All right. So I'm going to envision that like locked door that only I could open in a, a safe room underneath it. But it's just going to be right behind me on the ground while I'm ready. Just, you know, casually drinking my beer, waiting for uh, any of other the Parallax's goons come in to uh, ruin my mood, my vibe. So you're waiting there. The blackness is still kind of slowly coming across the sky. Um, and it is not spreading evenly. It's spreading these long tendrils, these fractally swirls that branch off of it and give you an uneasy feeling, but nothing seems to be happening. You know, I think I might just be a little paranoid. Might have been just, you know, maybe it's too much of the marijuana or the, or just the booze in general. Definitely don't want to, I, I think there's something up, but I mean, I, I'm just going to push it off to the uh, overconsumption. Okay. So, how are you like really overconsuming? I'm always overconsuming. So, okay. uh, why don't you gain a willpower back for your gluttony vice? And, yes. Uh, yeah, you are significantly intoxicated right now. Like, as I do yeah but this one's even a lot for you like this is really kind of over the top you've just been going you've been going hard uh, Parallax you notice this yeah I'm gonna walk up to him and be like this is not the time <laughs> I'm gonna like grab him by the collar a little bit it's like you need to wake up you need to bro real quick and as he says this I'm just downing a down in a giant beer, just like, nah, I can handle this. Yeah. This is going to work out great. Um, I do my best work like this. I don't want to hear it. Your best work, okay. Uh, my best work. I don't know what you've done other than disturb the t- space-time continuum. Well, get in line. There's a few people that feel that way about me. I wonder why. Perhaps we should address that. And I point towards the fractally clouds and the disturbance going over yonder. So how much time do we have before you know enemies come in or do we not know that? No idea, but it's been pretty long in your mind i mean yeah to the point where it's frustrating and long and i'm just like dude i was just here to chill just hang out and you, you bring in some trouble i just wanted to hang out did you hear me i just wanted to hang out man yeah, i mean i would love to do that too we should hang out sometime but no apparently not because you got you got Losers coming in, messing up my vibe. I just wanted to hang out. Just wanted to hang out, man. Sure, sure. Right behind the uh, 
purple haze who just wants to hang out, a shadow begins to coalesce into a physical form. And it locks eyes with parallax. It looks familiar. Can I uh, stop time just for me and Parallax again? You haven't noticed it yet. Ah, damn. And when Parallax looks at it, what does he do? I am going to grab a couple grenades. I got all these weapons here, might as well use them. And I'm not going to throw them just yet, but I'm definitely like, I got my finger around the pin and I'm just, I'm just waiting to pull it. Waiting for it to like manifest, manifest a little bit more. Yeah, so you notice him go for those grenades. Do you turn and look behind you then? At this point, I want to stop time. So yeah, I need to roll a... Time gnosis for sure. Yeah, that's an 11. All right. Okay, there are four successes there. All right, with four successes, you stop time and time bubbles out from this location. It moves in these slow, languid pools of time, freezing and unfreezing the waters around you across the swimming pool. You and Parallax are in a frozen bubble of time but you haven't seen why he was grabbing the grenades yet. Oh, all right. So I walk over to him. So what's with the grenades? And I point at the manifestation that's happening over there. Did you not see? You didn't see that? So that shadow, it's still moving. Also, Purple Haze, you remember that shadow. It's the shadow that you saw inside the ziggurat. The shadow that the other parallaxes were trying to sacrifice you to. It moved free of time then as well. Oh, great. Uh, what do I... Uh... Give me a second. Uh, let's see. So I'm, I'm still super composed. I can't do... Can I do some fate magic and just be like, make sure I don't die uh, from Lashana? Make fate magic to make yourself luckier to make it so you don't die, but it won't necessarily make you, for example, uh, invincible. All right. But yeah, absolutely. You activate a fate shield even, and creature or whatever it is, as it is looking at you gives you an impression. And that impression is, I just want him. Give me him and you'll be safe. I'm assuming he's referring to the other parallax, right? Uh, That is what you would assume. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't dig shadows telling me what to do. This is a bad trip. I'm not digging this. This is a, I'm just going to vibe out of here. It's like, no, there's no being so hard out of this situation. Just going to put my hands up in the air and do some, uh, I guess, some fate magic 
to make sure that I increase my luck, which would be Noah's plus fate, right? Yeah, so you put up your hands. You will fate to happen. Um, Parallax, are you doing anything? Yeah, I'm gonna... So is the uh, other, other Parallax sort of clear of the... Yeah, you can totally try to grenade it. I'm totally gonna try to grenade it, yeah. All right, roll dexterity plus athletics check. Is a two success good enough for our fate? To establish a fate shield, yes. Blue, nice. Um, what did you get on that roll? You got two successes. successes. Yeah, you pull the pin, you throw it, a huge chunk of the pool and the wall explode and the water drains off the side of the building and the shadow moves through the grenade, completely unaffected. And other parallax begins to jauntily walk off as that shadow closes towards you, towards the center of the time bubble and touches it. And as it does, the time bubble collapses into and onto itself. Time resumes as normal and there's a slamming where the door used to be. A horde of other parallaxes merged together, presses through the wall. Where you stand so very close to it, Parallax, you can see that there's a line from this shadowy figure along the ground and off the building, as if it were, in fact, a shadow of someone that had been cast an impossibly far distance. But the shadow isn't quite humanoid. It's got eyes that when they look into you, they're just shadow, but you can tell that it's seen a lifetime of horror. You can tell that this is exactly the same thing that you encountered on the ziggurat. Seeing that as like a shadow, I want to think of like and imagine a divide, sort of like sort of break that shadow and see if that does anything. It seems to be as an outside user. And while you imagine that divide, it still exists. Yeah. Well then. I just point to the, the purple haze and is like, I told you, I told you this was going to happen. <laughs> we just wanted to lounge about and do nothing. Um, uh, I'm going to... You're, you're the one that's bringing all the shit with you. I don't know what you're talking about. I was just enjoying myself. This is all your problem. Avoid that shadow creature, and plus, is a horde 
are basically zombies there as well. I'm gonna try to book it on out of here. Um, Where to? You're on the top floor in this lobby. Uh, it seems that other Parallax is going to their safe room, in fact. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely jumping into that room. But also, at the same time, can I can I mind control the other Parallax to try to come in with me? Yes, you can. I'm going to do that. Roll a mind plus gnosis. Other Parallax, are you resisting this? Yeah, definitely. I'm willpowering as well. Uh, I think it's a resolve plus gnosis for you then, Trevor. All right. Uh, let's see. I got two successes on that. Uh... Oof. I didn't do. Is, was it against 8, 9, 10 is success? Yeah, so I got four successes. You try to resist, but you suddenly become aware that this Parallax has powers of the mind. As he pulls you inside this room and the door slams shut, you're inside a safe room, a locked room, like the rich have, the ultra rich. And it's got a million different locks on the door and they're all locking in place now. It's got emergency food and water. It's got no cracks, hermetically sealed. You can hear the creatures ripping through the chain link fence that you imagined on the other side. And here you are. Are you releasing your control, your possession of the other parallax? Yeah, I mean, we're safe now. You, you brought me to a box, literally going to be our coffins. You, you realize this, right? I mean, you're going to die there, then and there if I didn't do anything, so. <sighs> Better than to drag it out. All right, what do you propose we do now? We just wait it out here and do nothing? I mean, we're still in the Imaginarium, so I can just imagine more things. We're in a safer right now. I'll uh, wait for imagine more things, but you must imagine the right things. There are things which you could imagine that could change the course of your inevitable doom. Mm. Well, in that case, I'm going to envision a teleportation device that the other parallax invented in his spare time can i do that <laughs> um you haven't tried it before and you can try to envision a teleportation device all right i'm going to <laughs> i'm going to envision a teleportation device in which purple haze will uh set off the teleportation device power it on and then see if it works it powers on, it makes a bunch of sci-fi noises as it does. Wow, nice. And then I try to use it to teleport to a further safe place that's not in the Imaginarium. So where are you imagining it will go? 
this is based off of uh, this is like a fictional Earth, right? There's no like, yeah. It's just like our Earth. Okay, so I could say like Boston or something. Sure. All right. So yeah, they, uh, you know, he teleports to uh, Lake Como in Italy, <laughs> yeah. and uh, gets right into a uh, Airbnb right off the off the lake. Has Purple Haze ever been to Italy? Hundred percent has. Okay. Yeah, when you step through this teleportation device, it's just like the Italy that you remember. Except there's no people. Hmm. Parallax, do you follow? Yeah, I don't think I have much of a much of a choice here. So yeah, I'll follow. Okay. Yeah, you step through. You can feel that since you have space magic, you can feel that you have not actually bent space at all. Whatever happened here, it was just like stepping through part of the Imaginarium into another part of the Imaginarium. But here you are in Italy. They were safe now though, Pan. We're safe. We just bought time. That's all you did. We need to come up with a plan to fight that monster, if that's what you want to call it. I want to fight anything. <laughs> yeah, sure. But you would want to kill that, what is something that's inherently evil, wouldn't you? Or would you be, would you just stand by the sidelines and do nothing? Who's saying it's evil? You? You, can't, you don't tell me you didn't look at that and be like, yeah, he's a good guy. He's cool. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I got, I did get a little nervous, sure. But that's just my prejudice speaking for itself. Dude, um, fine. Uh, well, we're still in the Imaginarium. It only bought us some moments before it shows up. We need to, I don't know. I don't know what to do. We try to, to regroup with the, the, the party I was with. See if I can't find them. So is there any, so we're stuck in the Imaginarium and we're, I guess at this point we're trying to figure our way out. There's no magic that we can do to get get out of the Imaginarium, correct? Oh, you can imagine an exit to the Imaginarium. You, you can just do that. Um, if you do that though, you will be followed by this thing. I do feel like there is no choice if we're just going to be stuck in here forever. So I'm going to imagine an exit out of the Imaginarium. And I make my way through the exit, which I'm hoping is to some safe place like Italy or any nice vacation spot. Yeah, you, um, 
You imagine an exit and you see that there are these stairs. As you run up the stairs, you see, instead of Italy, a vast black pit. There are these spikes on the left and right walls and massive swinging axes swing back and forth. All the Imaginarium still? You don't know. You want to try to imagine something? I imagine they're all gone and it's just a uh, concrete bridge across the path. It doesn't happen. Oh. Well, in that case, I'm going to do a time spell again and just slow down time so I can walk through the, the axis swinging back and forth and all that. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, the axes slow down and you start walking across them. And Parallax, uh, did you follow? The entire time I'm actually sort of yelling at him to not go that way. Because, yeah. Oh, I only got two successes with that time spell. Okay. Yeah, the axes slow down, but as you're passing the next one, it almost gets you. <sighs> You turn to hear the other Parallax yelling at you, and roll me a wits plus composure check. Parallax, what are you doing? Well, I haven't really left the imaginary, man. I'm like, I guess maybe I just stepped through the threshold, but I'm not really away from it. I'm just yelling. I'm just like, you can't. Don't go that way. No, I, that's where I came from. It's it's bad. It's uh. So go guess the the Fae live there. Uh, just I I got three successes on that. All right, you see that floating underneath where one of the axes had been swinging. There's a pile of black armor. Do you want to continue uh, across? Actually, there is no bridge. You realize that you've been walking on empty space. Mm. Yo, I'm tripping really hard right now. Just walking across empty space. Uh, I'm going to ignore that black armor because someone left that there and I don't want to steal anything. Okay. Uh, As you start walking towards it, do you want to step around it? Yeah, I don't touch it at all. All right. As you start to step around it, you realize that whatever you are standing on doesn't exist in the direction that you are stepping and you have to like flail your arms to get back on whatever invisible platform you are standing upon. Well, I'm envisioning that I can fly and just stay afloat above whatever plane that I'm currently on. Not in the Imaginarium anymore. I'm not in the Imaginarium anymore. Uh, so I try to do that. And I guess I'll just uh, roll a dexterity plus athletics minus three to stay on this thing and not fall to your doom. Dexterity plus athletics minus three. Yeah. Uh, what happens when I'm in a negative number? That's a single die where a 10 is a success and a one is a dramatic failure. I got a six. Um, so you stumble and you fall on your back. 
and that pile of armor has almost completely reformed into a massive seven foot tall knight. From somewhere down in the bottom of the pit, there's a as a huge silver blade rushes to its hand and it closes the hand around it. Oof. As it, as it's just happening, I'm like, this is why I don't like hanging out with strangers. They just mess up my good time. I'm just yelling the whole time, get the, get get back here right now. It's the Black Knight. You don't want to deal with them. Imaginarium now. But I'm not in the Imaginarium, so I can't do anything. So I guess I could just do another time spell, try to, and I'll willpower on this. Yeah, time spell to go super fast back across the bridge. Yeah, just trying to get back to the other parallax. Okay. Ooh, one, two, three, four, four. Yeah, you just... And this time, as you do this, you notice that there's something wrong with your time magic. Because as you accelerate, the Black Knight seems to accelerate as well, but only in patches. Its arm accelerates faster than the rest of it, extending outwards to try to grab you, and it stops just inches away from you. And then its legs, and it's as if the blades of the axes, which had been swinging in time, now are swinging in strange, discordant rhythms, as the time magic that you've just cast seems to ripple through the entire area that you are in, disrupting the pattern of the entire world. But you get across the bridge and back to Parallax. Standing at the edge of the stairs, there is a figure that appears next to you, dressed in blue robes with blue skin. Ah, fools, it says. Hey, man. Why you gotta be like that? That is the title of your collective. Fools. I don't know why he has to repeat himself like that. So I might be stupid, but I'm not deaf. What is your request? request? I look over to the other parallax and I'm like, yo, what's your request, man? Um, I want the shadow entity to be gone. I like the sound of that. That sounds like a good, a good wish. Do we get two more wishes? Shadow entity. Shadow entity. When you say shadow entity, do you say it in high speech? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you say it in high speech. The name that you say is the Prince of a Thousand Leaves. And you don't know how you knew that but you know that it is true. 
and you can see yourself on top of the ziggurat where Anasi is telling you, you're not sure how, that the prince of 10,000 leaves must be unwritten. Everything that sees must be deleted. Everything that knows must be undone. But how would I even go about doing that? <laughs> I would have to. Oh no! Oh man! Parallaxes inside the Imaginarium, and yourself are infected. You don't know how you'd go about doing that, but you have an imagination worth of supplies at hand. Somewhere in there, there is a parallax who is imagining a ziggurat, and thus that ziggurat is real. Yeah, there's thousands of parallaxes, aren't there? Quite a bit. You're not sure how many, but lots. Hmm. Well, you can discount this, this parallax. Well, that's Definitely actually, not me. That's perfect that you're here, though, since you can control mind magic. You can find the parallax among this group or among the Imaginarium that are thinking of the ziggurat. Oh yeah, I could do that. So let me uh, cast some mind magic. The Black Knight in strange discordant steps walks down the stairs. Some stairs he crosses three in half a second. Another he seems to freeze upon. Yeah, I'm gonna imagine that door closed, that the whole pathway that Purple Haze thought of, yeah, that's gone. I don't want that there anymore. So retreating back into the Imaginarium, you close the door to the Black Knight. You close the exit. And you're back inside the Imaginarium, where whatever you imagine comes to be. You can see in the distance that ziggurat. You can also see the city where all the parallaxes are. And because of who you are, you can also see that triplicate building, the building where you had just fought off those waves of undead. And you can see a garden covered in bones, but a garden nonetheless. Yeah, we should venture towards this, the city where the other parallaxes are, so we can do some, uh, gotta do some mind magic here. You're gonna, you're gonna have to figure out and pinpoint the bad one, and we're gonna have to, yeah. So I just, I just did a roll for mind magic, and I completely failed. Okay. So yeah, you reach out um, with your mind, but you can't sense which mind is creating it. 
you can tell that there is some sort of mind magic that's affecting the Imaginarium. It's like the Imaginarium is using your mind to create these things. Now, what Purple Haze knows is that back in the city, there are a bunch of different parallax factions. Not all of them are all about the ziggurat. So I guess I could do some mind magic to collectively go after the the good guys and be like, hey, you want to guys want to help uh, not die? So yeah, you want to try to locate some people who you think are not aligned with the ziggurat. Yeah. All right. So Probably the right way. You hurry through the Imaginarium. Uh, the blue person says, "What is your request?" Request. Their voice echoes request. as you depart. I want to find some cool broskies and ladies. Oh man, are there are there lady parallaxes? I mean, I would assume so. Okay. I would say yes. So yeah, there are, in fact, some Lady Parallaxes as you get to a Parallax war zone. You've arrived and you're not sure how long it took. In fact, time seems to still be a little bit jumbled from whatever you did back on the bridge with the night. But the landscape here is a strange amalgamation of different places that you've lived or places that you haven't lived and other parallaxes have. The streets are filled with parallaxes, dueling with swords and guns. There are collectives of parallaxes doing yoga or another group that seems to be writing on a series of books, but as they are writing, uh, another parallax shows up with a shotgun and shoots one of them. It's a chaotic scene. Don't dig that. Don't dig that at all. Uh, can I slow down time again? They're all slowing down time and starting up time. Time here okay. is really weird. All so, parallaxes are very competent at it. And so they're all fighting in these strange temporal battles. All right, in that case, gotta do my magic to see who's the evilest of them all. Um, yeah, yeah, you can do a mental scan. It's going to be a mind plus gnosis check as you scan these parallaxes. One parallax, a parallax who's missing an eye, looks at the two of you. He nods to a bunch of other parallaxes who seem to be with him. And they move rapidly towards you, accelerating and flashing through space and time. Well, I got a four. Yeah, with four successes, you can tell that this parallax coming towards you once worked for that ziggurat. You think that they still do. And you're reaching into his mind when you see that there is a whole collective of parallaxes inside the ziggurat. They're all working together on something. And then he's here, his sword flashes and he raises it next to you. He looks at Trevor 
or our parallax and says, give me that before you get hurt, indicating the sword. But this thing, I mean, this is the katana, right? So I'm like, okay. And I give it to him. He looks at it and he goes, it's not even real. And he throws it to the ground. Yeah, all right. I, I pick it up and I'm like, yeah, it's it's still mine now. It, yeah. Uh, he and the other parallaxes begin to rapidly move off. Another parallax comes towards you. As you turn your mind scan on them, you sense that this parallax is completely unhinged. They have gone entirely insane. I give, I could be empathetic towards that. I don't have any weapons on me. Uh, I guess what I can do is I can imagine myself holding a lighter and I hold the lighter up top and I just kind of point it at his face, hoping that it deters him. Uh, this other parallax says, the prince, the prince is here. The prince is coming now. Oh, it just okay. freaks me out. I don't know what that means. We should, you know where he's going to come from? Where, where he's at? The prince? The prince is coming from here. The prince is coming from here, he says, tapping on his head. Oh, okay. Wonderful. I look at Purple Haze. He's just like, you should read into that guy's mind right now. Try to figure out where the hell he's talking about. All right. I'll read into it then. What is he talking about? And, oh, I got two successes. Good news, bad news. Purple Haze is now infected. You infected me, man. You have found out about the worst timeline of all timelines. Here's what's up. There's a timeline that shouldn't exist. And the parallax who is in front of you, both of them, the crazy one and the one with the prosthetic arm, have both been there. And once you go to that timeline, you know about that timeline and the timeline lives on through you. It is an abyssal manifestation, which is essentially like anti-magic. World destroy kind of rewrites your existence to better fit what it wants to do. And what it wants to do is cannibalism. Um, so that's here because there are parallaxes who've known about it and every parallax who knows about it has the potential to create the ziggurat inside themselves. So you now understand that that other group of parallaxes that are connected with the one-eyed parallax have a 
um, collective somewhere that is imagining the ziggurat and is transforming the imaginarium into the place of the prince, the lost timeline. They're turning a room where you can imagine anything into the darkest timeline. And in fact, because of who you are contacting now, this crazy person also seems to think that they have a plan to take that timeline out of this room, fully formed and transplant it onto a more broad reality. I don't like any of that. Uh, so look, I look over to the other parallax and I'm like, so is this what you were talking about? Yes. And you should understand now why I'm so concerned. Right? Nah. And then I'm just like smoking a joint. Just, uh, you know, I was enjoying my vibe. Soon you won't be able to have a vibe if this isn't taken care of. So Unhinged Parallax rambles off down the street, shouting things like, the end is nigh, the prince comes to eat us all. That is awful. Oh, the, okay. All right. Still no idea how to handle that ghost entity thing. So we're going to have to. So at the, the ziggurat that's uh, in the Imaginarium, is it surrounded by other parallaxes right now? You aren't specifically looking at it right now and you imagine that it probably is. And when I say you imagine it, you can kind of see it in the distance and you can see the hordes of deformed parallaxes, their bodies spliced together and they can see you now. Awesome. All right, I wanna summon, uh, was it Criterion? Oh, um, just thinking about Criterion forms the blue man in the blue robes in front of you. Great. So Criterion, I have a quest. I need you to decimate the area that involves the ziggurat over yonder. Decimate in what regards? Regards. You know, like explode, make it nothing. There are users there. There. Those users intend to destroy your imaginarium, and by eliminating them, ah, we can bring the erasers from the modularium. The modularium. What are the erasers? He says it in high speech. So 
they must be something that erases. But Criterion doesn't say more as they begin to stare off dramatically into the distance. Very well, I guess the erasers will have to do. Um, thank you. There is a good pause, some parallaxes fight each other in the background behind you. And then on what remains of the white, there's a hiss of gray. Clouds of smoke hiss into this room and they begin to eat away, eat away at everything. I see this is what you meant by the erasers. We won't be erased, will we, Criteria? These constructs will not damage users. All users will survive. Survive. Oof, that's a relief. But that's not what I wanted, though. All right, well. Dangerous structures that infringe upon our programs will be removed. All unnecessary programs will be removed. Very well. Um, okay. So, sounds like it could be good, but we still gotta deal with those users though, criteria. What do you suggest we do in regards to that? This program is not directed to eliminate users or provide information on the elimination of users. And as this happens, a grenade goes off behind you. It collapses one of the buildings. A bunch of parallaxes fall out and begin a teleportation fight. Very well. I look at Purple Haze and I'm just like, you're going to have to get real comfortable with a bunch of really bad stuff real quick. And uh, I imagine... I don't like it. <sighs> I'm going to imagine like a... Uh, uh, a big old machine gun. And I'm going to start trudging on forward towards the... Uh, or I'm going to imagine myself in the ziggurat location. And I'm going to make a stand there. Okay, so you're just going to flash. So you know that you can't actually instantly teleport to the ziggurat without space magic, but you have space magic. I do. Let's see, do I even have any mana left though? <laughs> it's the question. You could take a point of lethal damage and get three mana. Oh, actually no, I do have a mana. I, uh, I did really well that last roll. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll teleport Purple Haze and myself to uh, Ziggurat. All right, roll a Nurses. Nice, uh, two successes. Yeah, that's enough 
to uh, shift open the portal to this place that you have an intimate connection with. And uh, do you just pull uh, Purple Haze through with you? Oh yeah, I'm gonna have him like by the wrist and we're just gonna, I'm gonna walk through the portal pouring behind me. You are back with the ziggurat around you. The forest isn't here, only the parts that they needed, and apparently they needed the bodies on pikes. There is a chanting coming from the inside of the ziggurat, and there's blood wet on the ground here. The two of you find yourselves in an interesting position on top of this construct as the erasers come closer and closer, deleting the sky and the blackness around, deleting the blue, deleting all the colors, coming closer and closer to you and everything else. The voices coming from inside are yours. They're parallaxes. But not all the people here are parallaxes. In fact, you see several Ethels you see a few other people who you've never met dead. There's just beyond an ocean of all of these zombie parallaxes and you can see that the erasers are reaching them and deleting them from existence. The zombie parallaxes are moving away from the erasers and consequently towards the ziggurat where you stand. What do you do? I try to look over to the other, uh, uh, what was it, Parallax, and I just kind of like shrug my shoulders. You see, there's a, just, just to have you understand, there is a poison with this place. And the people here, I'm afraid, are tainted by it. And if they continue to exist, their evil will be brought upon the world. And so the only way that we can possibly save humanity, we would have to kill those that are here now. So by sacrificing part of our humanity, we will save humanity as a whole. So uh, can I uh, get the other parallax to teleport away? And as he does that, I'll imagine an atomic bomb. Okay. Um, you're going to mind control him to teleport away? No, I'm just going to let him do it at his own. Uh, his own oh, so you're world. just going to be like, you should teleport out of here. I'm going to summon an atomic bomb. I don't tell him what's going on. I just tell him to get the hell out of here. Okay. 
All right. Uh, what are you planning on doing then? Uh, I think my speech there was that convincing. I'm not trying to be convincing. I'm just uh, telling her to get the hell out of here. I'm not leaving until I see this done. Well, then, if that's the case, I, I hand the other parallax the atomic bomb. Oh, yeah. And, and then I, I teleport out of there. Okay, so you summon in uh, an atomic bomb or what you think is an atomic bomb. You hand it to him. Yes. I hand it to him. I look him dead in the eyes and like, well, I tried. And then I make my, my exit. Okay. Uh, you imagine what to escape from here. Because once again, you can't just bend space like this parallax seems to be able to. I just open up a door. Some some double barrel doors. So, so like a saloon. I'll just like walk right through those. And then uh, I guess I enter the uh, what I think is the next chamber or something. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess that leaves just one of you on top of a ziggurat with an atomic bomb. And a machine gun. And a bunch of zombies coming towards you. Epic. All right. This doesn't look like the bomb is armed. Do you imagine it to be? Yeah, I, I think so. Then it's got a little obvious switch that real atomic bombs don't have that's in the armed position. Awesome. Uh, is there like a timer on it? Does it look like it's going down? Uh, what does it look like? What do you imagine it to be? I imagine it's like a tiny, it's like the size of a, well, it's like a briefcase. And when you open it, it's got like the, the bar and arms, a bunch of buttons and knobs. And I guess there is a little display where a timer could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll imagine it to be like, it'll have uh, 30 seconds on it. And uh, I'll toss it into the ziggurat while I, oh, I need mana now. So I'm gonna hurt myself to draw mana that way. And, uh, and I'm not doing so hot. Doing that was uh, painful. And yeah, so I tossed the, the, the bomb and I make another portal to um, I imagine I'd be somewhere that I'm familiar with, somewhere I find safe. I'm gonna teleport myself to uh, the the estate, the the Blanche Floor estate, if I can. Okay. Yeah. Roll that portal check. And I'm gonna use a willpower here. Cool. I got uh, three successes there. All right. In the lounge, there is a moment where you're able to like take a breath, but sure enough, 
just as soon as that moment has come, there's something coming through the wall, a gray mist almost, that is deleting the rat lounge from reality. It's deleting it all, piece by piece. What do you do, Purple Haze? I just, and I, I guess I'm uh, unsure what to do at this point, and I guess I'm just searching for drugs. Okay. Yeah, you imagine them, and they exist. And then the bomb goes off. Unfortunately, Purple Haze is not very far from where the atomic bomb went off. Through a door. There's a white flash of light and a perfectly innocent parallax. I just wanted to have some good vibes, man. With all the other parallaxes are completely annihilated by the thought of another, perhaps the darkest timeline parallax who murdered all the other parallaxes. Uh, Want to roll a single die for your wisdom? Yeah. I got a five. Seven. Drop down a wisdom. What's your wisdom now? It's at two. I have two wisdom. Oh, man. So I'm safe in the confines outside the uh, time machine, time ship, and I'm back on Earth in the state. You are back on the estate where it's raining. And there's something playing in the back of your mind. Something that tells you that killing all those other parallaxes was fine. That needed to happen. That same feeling tells you that you may need to kill again. The question is, do I need to kill myself? Because I've also... You don't know. Uh, character certainly would want to do that, so not, not going to. But the thought does cross my mind. But yeah, probably many, many more versions of myself that need to die. Oh, clearly not all of them. I don't even know if my plan worked. I didn't get to see it happen. Yeah. As the atomic fire burns through the other reality, there is a moment just as the kindest of the parallaxes, perhaps the wisest of the parallaxes, is eaten by atomic fire. And in that moment, Tim, what are Purple Haze's last thoughts and actions? Well, obviously doing drugs was his last action. But his last time was, oh man. And that was it. <laughs> well, thank you very much for returning to die once again. Well, um, uh, it's always a pleasure having you 
game with us, Tim. So it was fun. I, uh, I'm glad I could die a second time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I guess that there is a second parallax that survives the massacre of the parallaxes. There's now ultra murderer parallax and just kind of casual murderer parallax. Yeah. Uh, not super sweet vibe, purple haze. Uh. Yeah, I know. Could have had a wisdom seven parallax walk out of this encounter, but no. Yeah, Trevor had a portal mute, portal without me. It's not my fault. You had to teleport all two feet. What? Never really teleport. You just walked into a building. <laughs> I thought I was getting into a safe spot. Oh well. All right, and with that, let's conclude this. Paralog. Any parting thoughts? Purple Haze was a cool man. Cool character. Better than the normal Parallax because he's not about murder and death. Just about hanging out, good vibes. So we'll remember you, Purple Haze. <laughs> Long live Purple Haze. Forever in our thoughts. Forever in our hearts. And our hopes and dreams. Pour one out for a homie. Pour one out. <laughs> All right.